0: In today's episode, we're gonna talk about why you make success so hard, and it may not be what you think. Stay tuned. So here's the million dollar question. How are people like us who don't settle for the status quo, who value freedom in a life without limits? How do we create extraordinary results in the key areas of life, yet skip the fear, stress, and anxiety that produces regret? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm your host, Tom Herman, and welcome to the Attractively Different Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Attractively Different Podcast. This is Tom Herman, and I hope you're doing well. I hope that you're having a great week. And whenever you're listening to this morning, afternoon, or evening, I hope that you're pursuing life with passion and on purpose, and that you're pursuing the God given assignment that He has for you. That most of all, you're intentionally creating. Whatever he has called you to create in this life, because we know from Genesis 128, the first command that he gave to mankind is to be fruitful. And the way we be fruitful, if you look through that first chapter of Genesis, you see when animals or trees are fruitful, they reproduce after their own kind. So when we are made in God's image, the first thing we know about him is that he was a creator. So a big part of us being fruitful is creating. And I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about what it looks like to be fruitful, but also why the forced discipline or white knuckling, if you will, trying to do things doesn't seem to work because the reality is that's not a part about being fruitful. And so here's the thing, here's the reality, is you're you're trying to create something in your life or you're trying to accomplish some goal and you run into a problem and you just can't seem to get it done. You either keep putting it off Maybe you've tried some things. Maybe there's fear, confusion, whatever it may be. Something's holding you back, and you can't seem to get it done. And not getting it done actually creates feelings of guilt, can create feelings of shame at time. And your answer, what you think is the answer, is to just be more disciplined. I don't know how many times I've heard that from people. Is I just, I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. I need to do it better. I need to be more disciplined. And the reality is being more disciplined doesn't work long-term you it's very hard to force yourself to be disciplined over a long period of time if you're not truly passionate about something if the feeling that you're starting from the starting place is this feeling of guilt and shame i'm just going to force myself to do it that's not going to last what feeling you need to have to start that is a feeling of passion a feeling of purpose something that propels you forward, something that pulls you forward, something that's compelling versus just avoidance of pain. Because ultimately, we resort back to the same place where we don't want to do it. Because deep down, the motivation of just being more disciplined doesn't pull us through. The pain isn't enough. We end up just settling. And what happens is we stay stuck. And If you stay stuck there long enough, you'll be left with your dreams and desires not being fulfilled. And one thing that I know and that I'm starting to see over and over again is that God has given you the desires, the desires that he has given you for the things that you want to do in your hobbies, for your family, whatever it may be, those desires are from him, and they're put there so that you can accomplish his will and impact his kingdom. And so those desires are something to be learned from. There's something to pay attention to. There's something to be really curious about and see how is he trying to lead you through life, through your desires. And instead of pressing them down, trying to avoid them, thinking that they're a bad thing, what if we just got really curious about them? Because those desires are where we operate in our true identity and where we can actually passionately pursue our purpose. You can create a life that is a life into the full when you're pursuing your desires. And I recently came across this. I was having a conversation with a nurse recently, and she's been in the industry for over 30 years. And she was telling me about how, um, you know, as when this is recorded, September 2021, that there's this mandate to get the COVID vaccine by the end of the year. And she's unsure if she wants to do that. And so she's looking at other ways to make income to potentially replace her nursing income, and what was fascinating is that when I was asking her about, okay, what are some ways that you can make money? I was exploring some of her skills. We were kind of just just kind of asking some questions, and the things that she said were, well, I can trade stocks because she's in our stock trading course with Valiant, the other company they have. Um, she said, oh, I've tried real estate, I've tried, you know, home business, doing all these things. She she named just kind of some traditional ways to make money. She's like, I could sell things from my house. And when I started asking her, like, what are your skills? What are your, what do you enjoy doing? She started saying, Well, she's a nurse, she likes to cook, she likes to make healthy food, she likes to work in the garden, do all these things. And we started to explore and started asking her questions. Like, okay, well, if you could do anything, what would what would you love to do? And anyway, we I started asking her more questions. And by the end of the conversation, we we got to a place where she could be someone who could serve as healthcare workers, helping those who want to be healthy, but maybe feel victim to just the pressures of the job or the tight schedule, all the different things where they can't eat healthy and they're they're missing out on, you know, great relationships with their family because they're either too stressed or they're just not in the right place. They don't have the energy. All these different things that she'd been hurdles she'd been able to overcome in her 30 31 years of nursing to create a better life for herself and operate at a high level with energy to be more present with her family when she's not there, which she had created systems for her her to do this. And I was saying, I was like, I asked her, I was like, well, what if you what if you were to teach health care workers this? Like, how, how would you feel about that? And she was like, that would be a passion project. Be amazing. And she's like, I, I don't know if it would work. But what was so fascinating to me is she rattled off these ideas of how to make money, right? We see these all over the internet. We see this on your social media feed, real estate investing, stocks, all these things. And she'd even invested in a stock course and was telling me how she's not watching the module. She's not not showing up on the calls, which is fine. It just shows me that she doesn't have a passion there. So she's trying to basically get more discipline in a way to make more money But it's like, she's working against the grain. And it's like, started asking her questions and pulling out a a dream that she didn't even know about that because potentially inside of her and at the end of the, at the end of the conversation, she's like, oh my gosh, this would be a passion project. I would, I would love to do something like this. And I kept telling her, I was like, we don't need to know the how right now. We should ask who you need to become and the how will come out of it. And so I want to talk about the day because the the downfall is she just thought, okay, here's how I can make money. I can make all these ways and I can learn it. She believes she can learn it, but there wasn't really a passion there. So she was trying to just be more disciplined and it wasn't working. And over the last four or five months, I've had multiple conversations with her just maybe through like messages where she hasn't been on the calls. Like she's wanting to be more disciplined and she's not seeing the result. And what was fascinating is it's like, well, what if we align this with your desires? What if we align this with your passions? What if we align this with things that you're already interested in and that you've already developed skills on and that you know you can help people with? And it really ignited a passion in her on what that could look like. And when we started, when I asked her, I was like, how much do you need per month? And she gave me a number and I was like, depending on your pricing that may be one or two, one or two clients a month. Like that seems, that seems doable. You know, and if you have three or four months to kind of test this out before you, you know, potentially make a decision on what you're going to do with your nursing career in the future, like that would be enough time. And all of a sudden we started to create a plan. We started to get clarity for her and, and it was really energizing to her. It was really exciting. And so I want to use that as an example. To kind of point out a couple different things. One, your desires are God-given. They're, God has put those desires in your heart in order for you to pursue those in a healthy way, in the right way, for a purpose. My desires aren't the same as your desires. Your desires aren't the same as my desires. And being the body of Christ if we if we don't pursue those desires, if that's the way that he's leading us, and if we don't fulfill them in a healthy way, we can, we can cause damage to the body of Christ. But it can also be extremely powerful to use those desires, get really curious about them, know that we're uniquely created in the image of God, and pursue them for the kingdom, to advance the kingdom, and to make a difference, knowing that our story is going to help others. Our experience, our life is there. Someone needs it in the future to get a breakthrough that they need or to learn something that they need. So just like this nurse, this friend I was talking to, where she had learned to be healthy. She'd learned to, you know, move her body in a way to, to increase her strength and do this in a way that met the demands of her schedule. Like there are healthcare workers who who need to learn this, who desire to have it. And and they're running into a wall because they're either they're confused or they're afraid that if they try that, then they're not going to have enough time. They're going to lose some area and somewhere else. It's like her experience is needed to help others get a breakthrough. The other thing I would say is when we don't follow our desires, we also have this subconscious belief that success needs to be hard. And this is a big one. So this is this is one thing I want you to pay attention to, is so often we're programmed that success needs to be hard, that in order for us to feel worthy of that success, we end up making things harder than they need to be. So I'll give you an example. If if Katie and I came to your house and we were like, oh my gosh, we paid off our mortgage. We've been working 80-hour 80, 80 weeks to, to make extra money and we we finally paid it off. Most likely, your response would be celebratory. You want to celebrate us, you high-five. It's like, yeah, you finally beat the system, right? We're celebrating that hard work, that sacrifice. And and we we beat the system, the survival-based system that we all are taught. We we overcame it and we we won. We were victorious. Take a second example. So let's say I'm walking down my driveway and I see this suitcase across the street, it's just in the street, like maybe about the size of of kind of like a briefcase or like a shoulder messenger bag. And I go over and look at the look at the bag and inside of it is $1 million cash. $1 million cash just across the street. It's not mine. I take it to my next door neighbor. It's it's not their bag either. They don't know where it came from. And so I take it to the police station, and say, hey, this was found. I don't know whose it is. Turning it in. And they're like, okay, if if no one claims it in 30 days, then you get to keep the million dollars. We'll say 30 days pass, no one claims it, and I get to keep the million dollars. And I pay my mortgage off with that million dollars. And I come to you and it's like, oh my gosh, Kate and I paid off our mortgage. We're debt free. We found a million dollars across the street and we we just paid it off. My guess is that you're you may not say this out loud, but your feelings would be like, that's not fair. We there's some resistance to that, right? Because subconsciously we believe that success needs to be hard. And so we can celebrate the success when I sacrifice and you know work 80 hours a week to to pay off my mortgage but it's difficult to celebrate the success of just finding a million dollars across the street and paying off my mortgage and and so there's that that subtle belief that success needs to be hard so because we believe that success needs to be hard we we complicate things and we we get in this competition mode right like We And when I say competition mode, it's this idea that things are limited, right? Either limited time, limited money, limited opportunities. And so if you're running a business and someone else in your same industry gets a client and you think, oh, that's less for me, that's because you're in a competition mode versus when we operate in a creator mode because we're made in the image of God, we're made to create, we know that there's enough. There are enough clients to go around. There's enough for my assignment. There's enough for your assignment. We actually have choices versus competition mode creates this feeling of bondage, right? Like, like we don't have choices. Here's the limited amount of resources that we have. And when someone else takes some of those resources, we have less. We're in the survival mindset, right? It's competition. In the competition mindset, we, we feel like we have no time versus a creator mindset. We can scale our time, right? If, if we can make our time more efficient, we can maximize it. We, we can scale our time versus the competition is we're trading time for money, right? It's almost like this concept of wages versus profits. A wage, you pay, you swap your hour of your time for a certain amount of money. A profit, you could sell more things in the same amount of time and make more money, right? If I'm selling books, I could sell one book in 10 minutes or I could sell 100 books in 10 minutes. So profits are scaling, and when you're a creator, you can take advantage of that scale versus the limited fixed amount of swapping, you know, your time for a certain amount of resources. You know, the competition mode, like I was saying, is like lack versus abundance for the creator mode. The creator knows that there's enough, especially when we're working and operating in God's kingdom. We know that he is enough. We know that he, one of the names of God is Yahweh Yireh which means the Lord will provide. It's showing that his abundance is there. There is no lack. Yet the enemy wants you to focus on your lack. And so we know that there is a better way. When you when you read in the New Testament, Jesus came, What he died to give, what he died on the cross for in order to give us a new life. Like he said, he came to give us life and life into the full. There's a better way. He made a new covenant for us. And yet, when we're operating in that competition mindset, that survival mindset, we tend to make things harder than they need to be. And I want to show you a pattern that your brain goes through, because this is about the same. The same pattern happens regardless of scenario, and it can be overwhelm. It can be what um, it could be in a relationship. But your brain goes through this pattern, and so I want to point it out to you, so that you can quickly identify this pattern and stop believing the story that you're telling yourself. And so there's this pattern that something needs to be done, right? So think about overwhelm. Something needs to get done. And then your brain tells you there's not enough time to get it done. Not enough, right? There's lack. Or maybe it's in a relationship, right? Like you want to have this relationship or you have this goal for your marriage, yet you tell yourself that you're not enough. I'll never be enough for this person. That's not enough. So once we hit once our brain says, well, there's not enough time, there's not enough, I'm not enough, there's not enough resources, there's not enough money, whatever it may be, then our brain says, Well, you're the only one. Whether it be you're the only one who can get this done, you're the only one struggling with this, you're the only one that feels this way. It tries to create this isolation. And the enemy is leading us through this thought pattern, right? So if something needs to be done. There's not enough, there's lack, there's isolation, we're the only one. And then we tell ourselves that when we don't get it done or when we fall short, when we're not enough, then we will fail and we'll be labeled a failure. So there's this pattern, right? Not enough, you're the only one, you're the only one that can get it done, you're the only one feeling like this way, isolation, and because you're not enough and you're isolated, you'll fail and you'll be labeled a failure. And yet, when you look at life, you see that something always happens. Either a demand from us doesn't need to get done, more times extended, another resource is given to us. Like we didn't need to take a certain step. That that person wasn't even thinking certain things, or wasn't demanding that we do those certain things. Like story wasn't. So anyway, something always happens, interjects itself. So we actually don't become that failure that we are expecting. And so, like I said, what I want you to see is there's this. When we think that it needs to be hard, our brain is going to go prove that to be true. And so there's this pattern that something needs to happen. There's not going to be enough. You're the only one. You're going to fail and you'll be a failure. And so I want you to see that pattern happening in your life. And the reason I want to point that out to you is so you can kind of break up the commitment to believing that story. Recognize, oh, this is what my, my mind is doing. It's trying to prove this out to be true if i have this belief that it needs to be hard it's trying to prove this out whatever you believe about yourself in whatever scenario you're talking about whether it be a relationship getting something done if you believe that you're not enough or if you don't have enough resources your brain is going to go find evidence to support that so i want you to identify that pattern and put a stop to it kind of dislodge that thinking And the way you can recognize when you fall into this way of thinking is your body will tell you by how you feel. If you have a pit in your stomach, if it feels heavy, if you feel burdened, if you feel stress, then that's a process that you're not operating in the truth of who you are. And so when we, going back to the very beginning, when we try to be more disciplined and it's coming from that feeling Of angst, it's coming from that feeling of anxiety, it's coming from a feeling of not enough. Like it's not gonna work out because we're we're starting from a place that's not that that lacks some truth. Because we know when we're going through this cycle, like I said, something always happens because our God is a God of abundance, our God provides. And yet when we're operating in this survival mindset, when this competition mindset, we make it so much harder on ourselves. And so sometimes we want to be more disciplined just to prove that it was really hard to justify the failure and prove that we weren't enough, but be okay because since it was really hard, it was okay to fail. Like our, our minds will do that. Our minds will create sabotage to protect us. It's a protection mechanism. And so as we've talked about in previous episodes, there's no such thing as failure. There's just feedback. And part of quote-unquote failing is either to redirect you to a new goal, it is to show you something about yourself, it's to teach you something, or it's to set you up for a greater success. And so when you can recognize the pattern that your mind is taking you through, when you can stop the pattern and create a new story, create a new belief, that's going to create momentum for you to start actually pursuing the thing that you want to create. To recognize your desires and explore them and actually operate in those desires, things that that light you up and get you into a, a flow state, a state of momentum that you love doing what you're doing and actually create results that you want to create in your life versus taking the plans that you see around you. Just like the conversation I had with my nurse friend, it's like she was looking at ways to make money that didn't really interest her, but just were the most common. And it's like, what if... What if you could get a plan from the Holy Spirit? What if you could get a strategy from the Spirit that you were uniquely designed to fill? You could create something instead of go out there and compete. What if you could create it and the Spirit could give you supernatural strategy to create it? And I have good news for you, friend. The Spirit will and can give you a strategy. You just need to be open to it. And you need to seek it. And then you need to have the conviction and the courage to go pursue it. Because when you stop believing your story, when you stop this break this cycle, you start to take one hundred percent responsibility for your actions, and your life begins to change. And that's that's a huge blessing that I have as a coach to help people see the story that they're believing, and when they break it and make a new one and start getting results, it's an amazing process to be a part of. And so, if if that's for you, I'd encourage you to go to attractlydifferent.com, click on the Free discovery call and see if coaching is something that you might be, that might be for you. If you feel like being disciplined isn't working, being more disciplined isn't working, you're probably stuck in this cycle. You're probably stuck in this story that's gonna be a never ending loop until you break the story, take responsibility, and actively make the changes that you need to make and become the person who can actually do the thing that you're called to do and impact the world in the kingdom of God in a radical way. So hopefully you found this information valuable. Please rate the show, subscribe, and leave a review. The ratings and review help make the show better as well as help get more exposure to help more people. And remember, everything you do matters. God has a specific assignment for you. Go rule that assignment, serve his people, and be blessed. Hey everyone, it's Tom again, and I wanted to ask you a quick question. On a scale from 1 to 10, how confident are you that you know God's purpose for your life? I mean, there can be a lot of confusion around this topic. So I went ahead and created a Life Purpose Roadmap to help you gain clarity on your purpose. You can download your free PDF, Life Purpose Roadmap, at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose. It'll walk you through the seven simple steps to prospering in your purpose. Also, for the next 40 days... I'll be sending you a daily email guide that will help you unlock the full power of the roadmap. These emails are designed to make it that much easier for you to implement the roadmap and succeed in your God-given assignment. It's free. Just go download the Life Purpose Roadmap PDF at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose.